listening to the Aquatic Wetline, a tropical fish-keeping podcast hosted by 23-year-old fish keeper Aqua Alex Cardinal. For three years, we provided you with quality tropical fish information, and we'll continue providing some information on freshwater and saltwater tropical fish. Let's dive down deep into the aquarium and chat fish. Live from his fish room is Aqua Alex. Aquatic Wetline is now live. Now, 
I invite you to call in live at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. If you have any questions on Jack Dempsey Cichlids, or if you want to talk about why you love Jack Dempsey Cichlids, simply call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eighty one forty two. Also, before we get started, I have to say that we have a wonderful artist, musician, who is going to perform a song during our intermission, and that is Ray Gordon, who will be, who will be performing the song, uh, Good To Me. So, Ray Gordon will perform the song, Good To Me, live during our intermission tonight. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started by talking about the Jack Dempsey cichlid. And I'm going to talk about how Jack Dempsey cichlids got me back into freshwater. Because as you may or may not know, I left the freshwater hobby in 2015 because I was entering the saltwater hobby, which has always been a dream of mine. And now I have finally accomplished that dream as I've got a very gorgeous fish only with live rock display tank that has a dog face puffer and some other fish that I really enjoy. And it took me a good year or so to build up my knowledge of the saltwater hobby and um, finally having healthy fish and successful fish. So I decided that I was going to return to freshwater, and I wanted to get back into freshwater, but I was going to wait a little longer. I wanted to return in February or March of 2017. That was the estimated goal for me to get back into freshwater because I was going to sell my 29-gallon saltwater tank. I figured it would take me a few months to sell that, and then I'd, I'd go buy a brand-new tank, cycle it, and then get freshwater, but it didn't happen that way. But the way it happened, I could not wish for it to happen any better. I think it was a blessing from God to get me back into freshwater, if you know what I mean. So I put up my 29-gallon saltwater aquarium on Craigslist and also on a couple of Facebook uh, local fish keepers groups, 413 Fish Freaks and some other ones. And then one day, a kind gentleman saw my post, and he offered a trade. Now, in that trade, I was able to do two things that I wanted to do anyway. A, I rehomed the inhabitants from the saltwater aquarium, got rid of all the saltwater stuff that was in the 29-gallon tank, and I set it up for freshwater. And B, I got back into freshwater sooner, which at the time seemed a little bit difficult because I had to clean and set the, set up the 29-gallon tank, add fresh water, and get prime, and buy used filter media. So basically, I rushed into the uh, cycle. Deal was too good to be passed away, so I accepted it. So we began chatting. In the process of the chat, he was explaining to me that he was shutting down his freshwater aquarium and wanted to trade some of the livestock that he had. He began telling me the livestock he had, and it was outsought. I knew the Jack Dempsey's had my name on them. There were four of them. So I traded all the saltwater stuff inside the 29-gallon for the Jack Dempsey's and the Severum. Kept them in the 29-gallon for a little while after I did many, many, many water changes for a month. Then finally they got their new home, a 75-gallon display tank. Now, I decided to only keep the one display size nail, that's the largest one, and the other two are going to go to a great home as someone is coming to pick them up on Sunday. So in the process of returning to freshwater, Getting Jack Dempsey's again, I made friends with a local fish keeper in my area. So I call it a win-win-win. Why? Because I got back into freshwater, I got Jack Dempsey's, and I made a friend in the local fish area. I live in Springfield, Mass., so I'm happy that I made a friend in the Western Mass. area. Shout out to Prito. Uh, Prito, I want to say uh, thank you for the freshwater fish. You brought, me, you brought my interest back into the freshwater side of the hobby. 
So I'd like to have a chat as a fish keeper to the fish keepers. And I'd like to go off topic for just a second here. Fish keepers, in my opinion, I think you should really join some local Facebook fish keeping groups. I am sure there has to be at least one from your area, maybe not your city or town, but maybe one from your state. You can simply drive to get fish if it's fish you really want. I know that I would. The reason I'm telling you this is because it is awesome meeting local fish keepers and becoming friends with them because they'll offer knowledge, friendship, and do plenty of trades and or buy and sell fish to you. I have always had fun dealing with local people and local fish keepers. Hell, I've saved a lot of money by buying fish from these local fish keepers. And it works out for both freshwater and saltwater. You can trade cichlids and other freshwater fish on the freshwater side. And also you can trade corals and uh, fish on the saltwater side. So with that being said, I encourage everyone listening to the show to please check out every Facebook, local fish groups in your area, Craigslist, and etc. Any other sites that are in your area, like letgo.com and all of those social media sites, because you never know. You may bump into a fish keeper in your area, and they may uh, want to talk to you about tropical fish. All right, let's get back on subject here, and let's continue our talk on Jack Dempsey cichlids. Now, I got my first Jack Dempsey in 2008. I was 15 years old and about three years in the hobby back then, and I had a 120-gallon aquarium with an Oscar cichlid, Red Devil cichlid, Green Terror, Plecos, and Seward Dollars. Yes, pretty much everything I have now, minus the Plecos. But for some reason, I love these fish. I guess you can say they are my childhood fish because I grew up around them with my dad having kept them during my childhood. So right now, I would like to talk to you about why I like Jack Dempsey's. Here is why I like Jack Dempsey's. They are cheap fish, but they are very colorful. And I mean it, folks. They are an absolutely gorgeous display fish as they mature. And uh, I think there is no better fish that can have that beauty as a cichlid as a Jack Dempsey. And don't get me wrong, there are uh, many cichlids that I like out there, but I think the Jack Dempsey's are very, very gorgeous. Now, you can grow one to adult size and watch their colors grow. They make a great display fish. Now, a display fish does not have to be a $100 fish or even a $50 fish. It could be a simple fish like a Jack Dempsey that's not going to break the bank, and you can raise it out to colors that you're going to love. That Jack Dempsey that you paid $3 for as a juvenile, it's quickly going to turn into a $20 to $25 fish once you reach maturity and has awesome colors. I can't tell you how excited I am to have a male display size Jack Dempsey in my freshwater tank. He's an absolutely sexy beast. And also, luckily for me, he's very docile. He does not chase after any of my fish, only during feeding time. But he does not harm any of the fish that I have with him. So if you're looking for a nice, cheap, affordable display fish, give the Jack Dempsey a chance. I think that you're going to like the Jack Dempsey as a um, display fish. Now, as I said, they're very inexpensive. You can expect to pay 3 to $5 for a juvenile. A medium-sized Jack Dempsey, 3 to 5 inches, you can expect to pay anywhere from 10 to $15. And for a larger-sized Jack Dempsey, 6 inches to 10, uh, to 10 inches, expect to pay $20 to $30. This, of course, can vary from state to state, but generally they will be in this price range. So they're not a very rare fish. 
they're bread and butter common, so that explains the low prices. But then again, it depends on the individual fish store you go to and where you're located. Because sometimes um, some states and some areas have a hard time getting certain fish that are common and popular all across the rest of the country. So it really does depend on where you're from. But if you go on websites like imperialtropicals.com and other online freshwater cichlid wholesales or online freshwater food stores, you will pay that uh, price range if your area that you live in does not sell uh, Jack Dempsey's or sells them for too much money. You can check out those websites. Now, another thing that I really like about the Jack Dempsey's that I mentioned is that they're very commonly available. Now, another reason I love the Jack Dempsey cichlid is that they're very hardy. The Jack Dempsey cichlid is really, really easy to keep. I mean, they don't suffer too much illnesses. I mean, they'll occasionally get ick and uh, other diseases like the other fish would get, but they're very easy to treat, and you're probably not going to lose your Jack Dempsey. I mean, you have to try your hardest to kill a Jack Dempsey. I mean, you have to try to do it because these things are really easy to keep, and uh, I really like them because they're a durable fish, and they turn out to be a very beautiful display fish. And I think that Jack Dempsey's absolutely do make a good beginner cichlid, provided the beginner knows that these Jack Dempsey's are going to get quite big, so they're going to need a pretty good-sized aquarium, which we'll talk about as we talk about the care of the Jack Dempsey. Now, the Jack Dempsey can work well in a wide range of aquariums. They can work well in an aggressive tank with cichlids that are really aggressive like red devils or manigwensins, or they can also work well in a semi-aggressive aquarium. Um, I've kept them with Oscars, Severums, Silver Dollars, larger Tetras, um, Angelfish, Pocostomus. So they have a wide range of tank mates available to them. And I'm going to name some good tank mate ideas when I talk about the care for the Jack Dempsey, but they can work well in a wide range of aquariums, like I said. Another thing that I really like about the Jack Dempsey is they have been around for generations, and I'm talking generations. All my listeners that are over the age of 40 know what I'm talking about. They were available in their childhood, they were available in the childhoods of people from the 1940s. Jack Dempsey's have been around for years, and they're showing no signs of leaving anytime soon. That's great because I personally love Jack Dempsey cichlids, and I'm sure there are some more Jack Dempsey cichlid lovers out there like me. Now, Jack Dempsey's don't require a huge tank like other cichlids. For example, Oscars require pretty much a 75-gallon or above, and uh, other cichlids like the Paracromis, the Ancelophus, and the other large-growing cichlids need 125 gallons and up. But a Jack Dempsey will be happy in a medium-sized aquarium, like a 55-gallon to a 90-gallon aquarium. So they don't really need a huge tank, but they do need, they do need a good-sized tank. Now, I also like that Jack Dempsey's are... Uh, fast growers. Um, I mean that they grow pretty quick in my experience. Uh, it may be different for you because I actually feed my fish three times a day, morning, afternoon, and night, and I do water changes three or four times a week. That's why I find that a lot of my fish grow fast. I think that heavy feedings and heavy water changes and good water quality provides your fish the opportunity to grow quicker and be an absolutely stunning fish. And that is why I absolutely do that. That's why I feed um, heavily and I do a lot of water changes is because I want my fish to grow fast. Not too fast, but fast. And I've noticed that when I when I began growing out Jack Dempsey's a year or two ago, um, when I did a water change and fed them, um, they were growing pretty well. I got them at, a, at an inch long, 
and by I got them an inch long. I think it was uh, June, and by August they were already four inches. So that is uh, pretty outstanding, if you ask me. Pretty pretty fast grower. So um, that was very very exciting for me. So that's why I like the Jack Dempsey cichlid. All right. So now that we know why I love Jack Dempsey's, I would like to go ahead and share some fun facts on Jack Dempsey's that you may or may not know. So I have one question for you. Are you ready? Are you ready for some did-you-know facts on the beautiful, gorgeous Jack Dempsey cichlid? All right, so did you know Jack Dempsey cichlids were named after the infamous boxer Jack Dempsey? Why, you ask? Well, its common name refers to its aggressive nature and strong facial features, likened to that of the famous 1920s boxer Jack Dempsey. I don't know if having a fish face being compared to a human is a good thing or a bad thing. Is it saying boxer Jack Dempsey had fish eyes and fish nose? <laughs> oh, that's funny. But one can also assume that they were given this name due to both being a strong and energetic fish. Now, did you know that Jack Dempsey cichlids are widely distributed across northern and central America, from Mexico south to the Honduras. Here is something interesting, folks. I want you to listen loud and clear to this. Jack Dempsey cichlids can be found living in Florida lakes and ponds. Yes, that's right. Jack Dempsey, they're living in Florida, and they're living in the lakes and ponds in Florida. They are just one of the many cichlids that have adapted to living in Florida. How do I know this? Well, because my friend Lynn Massey told me, and I also did research to prove it. So Jack Dempsey's are living in Florida. Now, Jack Dempsey's share Florida lakes and ponds with other cichlids that us cichlid keepers know and I know and love, like Oscar cichlids, Midas cichlids, Firemouth cichlids, Jewel cichlids, Peacock bass, Severums, etc. All of those fish uh, share Florida as a pond and a lake. Now, we're going to do a show on the cichlids and non-native fish that live in Florida. That's going to be an interesting topic right here on aquatic wetline, and I cannot wait to talk about that. Now, most of the Jack Dempsey's are captive bred and farmed raised, but there is always a possibility there is at least one Jack Dempsey in a Florida's resident aquarium, simply from catching one in a Florida lake. Also, who's to say fish wholesalers can go fishing and bring these fish back to their wholesale in another state, quarantine them, and then ship them to your store? You can never say never, right? It's a strong possibility. Anything can happen. I mean, if Donald Trump is our president, I repeat, anything can happen. You know what I mean? Now... Did you know Jack Dempsey cichlids belong to the family Rockio? Jack Dempsey's have gone through several genuses, including the following, to get to where they are now in Rockio. Heroes Ossificatus, Regan 1903. Arocentris found by Regan 1903. Cichlosoma Regan 1903, Cyclosoma octopus Regan 1903, Nautipus octopusata, Regan 1903, Parapatini octopusata, Regan 1903, Cyclosoma hedrique, founded by Meek in 1904, the same Meek that has named the fire cichlid. Cyclosoma 
by Solatim, founded by Regan in 1909, Cyclosoma Regan 1909, Cyclosoma Regan 1909. Those are just all of the uh, genius of cichlids that the Jack Dempsey once belonged. And uh, Regan, Meek, and uh, yeah, Regan and Meek are the um, scientists or biologists, whatever you want to call them, that uh, named these fish. And it's interesting to think about all of the different geniuses of cichlids that the Jack Dempsey has been in. So at one point, the Jack Dempsey was considered to be a North and Central American version of a severum. So no wonder why they do well in an aquarium with severums. This is baffling, something I did not know until today's show. See, the saying is true. You learn something new every day. I enjoy learning new things about the aquarium hobby, particularly because I love it. Now, all of those uh, special spe- uh, special geniuses of fish were provided to me by Wikipedia when I researched Jack Dempsey on there. So I'm assuming that it's accurate. All right. So here is something that is absolutely incredible as well. I guarantee that you did not know this because I did not know this as well. But there are currently three recognized species in this genus of Rockio. There is Rockio gameta, Rockio octo, Rockio ostificata, which is the Jack Dempsey's that we are most commonly used to. Now, I have never seen any of the other two in person, but I am pretty sure they do have to look somewhat different, you know. This is interesting because anyone listening to the show that keeps Jack Dempsey's, and myself included, we don't know if we have a Rocky Ostificata or the other two. To me, that makes it even more fun having Jack Dempsey's. If you don't believe me, go look it up. It is incredible. I was reading an old cichlid book I got when some guy dumped a thousand or more of old magazines off at my house because he had a post on Craigslist saying he had free tropical fish hobbyists and other tropical fish magazines. So I took them thinking there was only a box of them. But boy, was I wrong. God damn no. He had boxes full, tubs full, crates full, his whole back seat, trunk, and front seat were full of them. There was books from the 1970s, magazines from the 1980s, 1990s, early 2000s. Man, he was a really passionate fish keeper. That's what I liked about him, but I didn't like getting all of those magazines. Talk about a damn workout that day. Man, my back was sore as ever that day, and my parents angrier than ever that day when the living room was filled with magazines. But, you know, I did learn a lot about Jack Dempsey's in reading one of the cichlid books, and that is how I came to find the various uh, three species of Rockio. So it is always um, interesting to read some magazines and uh fish books that are years old because you can learn something interesting from them. Now, just judging off of the differences from Google, and again, I'm not sure how accurate this is, so if I am not correct, please don't kill me, (laughs) but this is what I found from my initial search on Google, Rocchio Ostificata, lots of blue coloration, with a red dorsal fin, gold markings on face, and blue-green markings coloration on lips. Rockio Octal, purple face with gold dots, a very pretty fish, and has green on dorsal fin. Royal Gamata, blue spots on a black fish. Actually, that's uh, Rockio Gamata, blue spots on a black fish. 
Some fish keepers believe that they are all ostavocata, but come from different locales, which I also believe. I think it's a huge possibility that these three species of Rockio Dempsey's are all the same. They're all Rockio ostavocata, but they come from different localities. They come from different areas. So who knows? We'll never know until uh, scientists or biologists find out for us. But I agree with this one fish keeper who says that uh, they're possibly all ostavocata in different locales. I agree with that. Now, did you also know that there are two types of the commonly available Jack Dempsey? There is the electric blue Jack Dempsey, which is a natural fish that is genetically mutated. Although the electric blue Jack Dempsey is often thought of as a hybrid tropical fish or as a result of crossbreeding or man-made, if you will, this is not the case. And these cichlids appear in the wild and pass on the blue gene in their natural habitat. Think of a blue diamond discus. Same color on the Jack Dempsey, but with blue, uh, with uh, black stripes. So think of a blue diamond discus, same color on the Jack Dempsey, but with black stripes describes the electric blue Jack. Now to breed electric blue Jack Dempsey, you need to breed a regular Jack Dempsey with a Jack Dempsey that has the blue gene. Then only about 25% of your fry will be electric blue Jack Dempsey cichlids. Even then the process is not over. The fries that are born as electric blues are very fragile and slow growing. They often become food for the other normal Dempsey fry. It takes an experienced fish keeper to breed electric blue Jack Dempsey cichlids successfully because you have to be able to spot and separate the electric blues from the normal fry. Then there's the blue gene Jack Dempsey. It's just that, a Jack Dempsey with more blue coloration. One of my favorites, very, very, very sexy, like Dan Patrick says, and that's my boy. And finally, there is the gold Jack Dempsey. An albino Dempsey, as you can imagine, not very pretty. I'm not a fan of the gold Jack Dempsey. But, hey, there are fish keepers out there that do like the Jack Dempsey, the gold Jack Dempsey. So, hey, if you like the gold Jack Dempsey, that's awesome for you. So those are just some of the different kinds of uh, Jack Dempseys that are available for you to keep. Like I said, my personal favorites are the regular blue jean and the electric electric blue Jack Dempsey. So, a few quick fun facts on Jack Dempsey's. In 1997, the San Francisco Chronicle reported that a man had died when he put a Jack Dempsey into his mouth as a joke. The fish erected its fin spines to avoid being swallowed, a characteristic cichlid anti-predator response, and became wedged in the man's throat. Now, why? Why on earth would you try to swallow a live Jack Dempsey cichlid? Forget the fact that it's a Jack Dempsey. Why on earth would you try to swallow a live fish? What the hell is wrong with you? Weird. Now, in Season 1, Episode 12, Black and Blue, of Homicide, Life on the Street, a Jack Dempsey cichlid is recovered at the scene of a murder and is taken home by an unsuspecting detective, John Munch, who attempts to give it to his tropical fish-collecting girlfriend as a present. As a surprise... He places the fish in an aquarium where it proceeds to devour $4,000 worth of her fish. Thank God it's a television show because I'm not sure if there are $4,000 worth of fish that a Jack Dempsey could destroy unless they're discus or really, really small tetras. Uh, but you would need 4,000 You would need 4, 000, uh, species of tetras to have that many or 4,000 uh, 4, numbers of tetras to have that many. 
All right. Our last DDNL facts on Jack Dempsey's are going to be how to sex them and how to breed them. So here we go. How to sex Jack Dempsey's. The most reliable way to tell male from female Jack Dempsey's is to check their cheeks. Males have bluish spots directly behind their eyes with no spots on the lower part near their mouths. Markings on females extend the full length of the cheek with large iridescent blotches on the lowest part of the cheek. Another way to tell is to look at the tail fin. Males have pointed edges to the tail fin where females have rounded edges. The annual and dorsal fins also are pointed in males and rounded in females. Now, let's talk about how to breed Jack Dempsey's. First, make sure you have a pair. Move them to a new tank for breeding. Sometimes it's best to let nature do its thing. Sometimes Jack Dempsey's won't breed and they choose to do. You can't force them. It won't always work out. You may have to go through several females. My best tip would be to buy many Jack Dempsey's as juveniles, say like 8 to 10, grow them up, and see if you can get a pair or a couple of pairs out of them. Set up a breeding spot for them, either a clay flower pot or a flat piece of slate in the corner of the tank. Make sure it is secluded so lots of decor or plants around it so they feel it's a secure spot. Then just feed high-quality food and lots of water changes, and if they um, pair up properly, it's just a matter of time before they spawn. Make sure to add some dither fish so they have something to defend and help them bond together. For dither fish, you can use medium-sized tetras, giant barbs, etc. Jack Dempsey's are known to be attentive parents, pre-chewing food to feed to their offspring. However, it is not uncommon for them to eat their fry when the breeding pair are overly disturbed or something in their environment is wrong. All right, so those are some fun did-you-know facts on Jack Dempsey cichlids. Now, I will begin chatting for the care of Jack Dempsey cichlids. Now, the first thing you should know about caring for the Jack Dempsey is that the Jack Dempsey absolutely gets pretty big. Now, female Jack Dempsey's usually max out at around 8 inches, while males can max out anywhere from 10 to 12 inches. So you have a fish that's going to max out 8 to 12 inches. So you're going to want a good-sized tank. Now, for a tank size, you're going to want a... 55 gallon and up, 55 gallon at the bare minimum, nothing less than 55 gallons for a Jack Dempsey. I personally recommend a 75 gallon, 90 gallon, 120 and up. That way you can have tank mates with your Jack Dempsey cichlid. Now water parameters for the Jack Dempsey's are really easy. The pH is going to be anywhere from 6.4 to 8.2. You want your ammonia at zero or as low as possible, and you want to make sure that your water is very, very clean. Make sure you're doing weekly water changes and checking your water parameters. Make sure that the pH is where it needs to be. They can handle neutral or a high pH, but if you're going to put them in a high pH, make sure you acclimate them to the higher pH. But the generally recommended pH for Jack Dempsey is 6.4. 7.4, but some people have successfully keep them, kept them in 7.4 to 8.2. So it really, really depends on your, your local area's water. Now, for your tank setup, you can have a simple setup with a Jack Dempsey because they're not picky. You can put them in a bare-bottom tank, or you can put them in a tank with sand and, and uh, plastic plants or simply just take a bare bottom tank and add some rocks to it. The only thing you're going to want in a Jack Dempsey tank is somewhere for them to hide. So make sure you put a cave in there. You can stack rocks on top of each other or go and buy one of those caves or make a driftwood cave because a Jack Dempsey secret is going to want to hide. So make sure that 
you have somewhere for them to hide in your aquarium. That is uh, basically one of the easiest ways to take care of a Jack Dempsey is to feed it, have good water, and have plenty of decor. We're going to talk about feeding in uh, the second half of today's show. Okay, I'm going to go take a quick intermission. I'm going to rest my voice for a little bit um, because I'm starting to, to get dry and I want to get some soda. So during this intermission, you'll get to hear a wonderful song by Ray Goring called Good to Me. So you're going to hear a song from Ray Gorin for our intermission called Good to Me. This song is brought to you by Jeremy Stellhorn of Blossom City Radio. So during this intermission, you're going to hear a wonderful song by Ray Gorin called Good to Me. And here are some exciting things coming to Aquatic Wetline. Up next, after intermission, I'm going to talk about feeding, cake made for Jack Dempsey's, good dinner fish, special care, by science Jack Dempsey's with Africans, and final remarks. Enjoy the intermission, and don't you dare go anywhere. Be here or be square. I am back in a flash, fish keepers. Now, good to me, let's play. The city's wide away. She looked at me and took me to the gate. I understand. I took her hand but left it dangling. My heart's too heavy to let this happen. some tropical fish questions asked by yours truly, me, Aqua Alex. Well, you better be. Coming to Aquatic Wetline on January 25th, 2017 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 
and 6 p.m. Pacific, I present to you Aquatic Wetline Aquarium Tuber Challenge, where I will be asking you, the listeners, some tropical fish questions, and you're going to be able to call in at one 347-989-8142 to answer them. So, I ask my audience, get ready for January 25th at 9pm Eastern, and get ready to answer some tropical fish keeping questions from me. Hope to see you there, live, January 25th, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Aquatic Wetline. February 2017 Freshwater Fish of the Month will be a classic South American tetra that us cichlid lovers and all freshwater fish keepers enjoy. Join me on February 15th, 2017 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific as I discuss the silver dollar fish meeting this Argentus. Do you have a freshwater fish you want me to cover in March? Simply email me at aquaticwetline at outlook.com. Have a nice day. March 2017 is going to be an epic month for the Aquatic Wetline because we will be the very first fish-keeping podcast to debut not one, but two awesome fish-keeping shows. First up, we have the Aquatic Wetline Hall of Fame. This is going to be a show where I induct some legendary fish-keepers into my Hall of Fame. These fish-keepers have left an impact on the aquarium hobby. March 15th, 2017, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. The very first inductee into the Aquatic Wetline Hall of Fame is the great Corridors breeder, Lynn Massey. Lynn Massey will take her place into the Aquatic Wetline Hall of Fame on March 15th. Also coming to the Aquatic Wetline on March 25th, 2017 at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific Time is Aquarium Throwdown, the very first Tropical Fish Keeping Podcast Trivia Game. Who will be the contestants? What prize will there be? Who will win the prize? Find out as Aquarium Throwdown debuts March 25th. So, now's the time to become a loyal listener of Aquatic Wetline. We'll see ya in March with some awesome shows right here on Aquatic Wetline. fish keepers of both freshwater and saltwater, you are invited to be a part of Aquatic Wetlines group exclusive to the fish keepers and listeners of Aquatic Wetline. The name of the group is Tropical Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline on Facebook. On this group you can post pictures of your aquarium, your fish, and chat fish. There will be contests and more. So join right now. Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline on Facebook. Attention all Aquatic Wetline listeners, we invite you to check out Alex Cardinali's other podcast called Ace Network. Ace Network also airs right here on Blog Talk Radio. Ace Network features cooking shows in a fun style, WWE wrestling shows, music shows, 
lunch hour talk shows, and much more. There is something for everyone. This is a new show and it has a bright future ahead of it. Please check out and listen to Ace Network today by going to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Ace Network with Alex Cardinali. Thanks said Alex Cardinali, the ace who runs this place. Ace Network is also available on iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcast sites under Lunch with Alex Cardinali. Name check it out there too. Hey, yeah, this is the Aquatic Wetline, a tropical fish keeping show brought to you by Aqua Alex in Springfield, Massachusetts. Let's get back to the tropical fish chat right now. <laughs> Welcome back to Freshwater Fish of the Month for January, and tonight we are talking about the Jack Dempsey cichlid. You are just tuning in now. You missed why I like Jack Dempsey cichlids and some awesome did-you-know facts on the Jack Dempsey cichlid, including that Jack Dempsey cichlids live in Florida lakes and ponds and that there are possibly three species of uh, Jack Dempsey under the genius Rockio. But if you're just tuning in now, you can listen to the show again at the uh, the episode archive. So if you're tuning in now, don't worry. You can listen to the first half of the show by simply re-listening after the episode archives. But anyway, we're going to continue talking about caring for the Jack Dempsey right here on Aquatic Wetline. And I want to talk about feeding the Jack Dempsey. Now, like most cichlids, the Jack Dempsey cichlid is very easy to feed. It is definitely not a picky eater by any means of the imagination. Now, I recommend feeding your Jack Dempsey a very high-quality diet. Feed the best foods that you can. Um, Jack Dempsey's are carnivores meaning that they eat meat and they love fish and inverts and stuff. So to start off with, you want to get them a good quality cichlid pellet. Now, you could support small businesses that make quality pellets, like yourfishstuff.com. They've got many pellets that your Jack Dempsey cichlid's going to love. And you can also check out North Fin USA, they have a very high-quality cichlid pellet as well. Personally, I use uh, yourfishstuff.com pellets and North Fin USA so that I know that my Jack Dempsey and my other cichlids have high-quality food. So remember to use high-quality pellets. You can also use earthworms in the spring and summertime because they do eat uh, bugs in the wild, so earthworms are a good uh, thing for their diet in the spring and summer. You can feed them market shrimp, chopped up tilapia, and other chopped up fish. Um, just make sure that they are fresh and they're easy to chew. And of course, you can feed them um, the occasional uh, guppy or molly. Stay away from the goldfish. I am totally against people using feeder goldfish to feed their fish because these goldfish are often uh, packed and loaded with diseases and parasites. They're just a dirty, dirty fish. And you don't want to feed a dirty, dirty fish to your Jack Dempsey. Now, imagine this. I am a former chef, and I love to cook. Imagine this. I made uh, a piece of chicken parmesan. I cooked the chicken. I topped it with sauce, and I topped it with um, mozzarella cheese. And then I dropped it on the floor, rolled it on the floor, picked it back up, picked it back up, put it on a plate, and then served it to you. Now, would you eat that? No, I don't think you wouldn't. So don't do that to your fish. Cedar goldfish are absolutely disgusting to fish because they don't have any nutritional value to your fish. So uh, make sure that you use guppies or mollies or platies, A, because they breed very often, and B, you can gut load them full of nutritious, delicious food for your Jack Dempsey. All right. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah, those are all the foods that you can uh, feed your Jack Dempsey's. Again, I cannot stress the importance of a high-quality diet. Now, with all the feeding you're going to do to your Jack Dempsey, you're going to want to stay on top of water changes. Like I said earlier in the show, you're going to want to at least do two to three a week, and that will ensure that your Jack Dempsey simply grows pretty well. All right, now I want to talk about tank mates for the Jack Dempsey. Because Jack Dempsey's are uh, are somewhat aggressive, they are semi-aggressive, they do mix well with other cichlids. So you can mix them with green terrors, oscars, convicts, severums, jaguar cichlids, salvini cichlids. Occasionally, they'll do well with amphilophus, red devils, or mitis. I say occasionally because red devils and mitises have their own personality one red devil may be docile, while the other may be aggressive. You can never know what's a cichlid, because like humans, a cichlid has their own um, personality. I personally get away with having my Jack Dempsey with the red devil, because he's the larger fish. He's much bigger than uh, a Jack Dempsey. So if you wanted to try having a Jack Dempsey with a uh, red devil, I would suggest getting a really good-sized Jack Dempsey and a juvenile Red Devil. You may have luck that way. And then, of course, Blue Acaras will work well with Jack Dempsey's and other similarly-sized cichlids. Now, for larger fish that will do perfect with Jack Dempsey's, these include silver dollars. You can use a wide bar, black bar, silver dollar, a red hook or a regular silver dollar or even a Milosoma silver dollar. All silver dollars are fine with Jack Dempsey's. You can use sharks, ballast sharks, or golden sharks. Stay away from iridescent sharks because they get really huge. You can use tinfoil barbs, so just be aware that tinfoil barbs do get big too. They get about anywhere from 9 to 12 inches. You can use any variety of knife fish. Clown knife, ghost knife, etc. Be aware that clown knives and ghost knives do get pretty big too. You can use any of the uh, biker family or bircher family, the Orinate bircher or the Senegal bircher or the Delhezi bircher. And you can also use any Pocostomus, fancy or common, or any of the larger catfish like Pictus, any of the Cynodontus species, etc. Now, Good dither fish for the Jack Dempsey's include tetras, medium-sized tetras, not neons or cardinals or rummy-nose tetras, because they'll be a very, very delicious snack to your Jack Dempsey. But tetras like black skirt tetras and um, candy cane tetras, uh, Colombian tetras, and Congo tetras will be good dither fish for your Jack Dempsey. Silver dollars, barbs like tiger barbs and tinfoil barbs, giant danios, and scissor tail rosa bars are a good dither fish. What exactly is a dither fish, are you asking? Well, a dither fish is a fish that will bring your Jack Dempsey out of hiding and into the aquarium swimming out. So basically it brings out your Dempsey from hiding and swimming into your aquarium by making your fish feel more comfortable because there is more fish, there's more of a present presence, and your fish will uh, be happy, your Dempsey will be happy. Dizzers are used for cichlids, datnoids, and other shy fish. But we'll talk about dithers on another episode of Aquatic Wetline. Now, I want to talk to you about special care for Jack Dempsey's. Now, they don't really have any special care, but they do require water changes. I cannot stress this enough. I've said it numerous times on the show because Jack Dancy's do get quite large, and you're definitely, want to go, you're definitely going to want to do water changes on a Jack Dempsey tank. So make sure that you do uh, one or two water changes a week at least. Make sure that the Jack Dempsey's have hiding spaces. So put up a cave or two. Feed a good quality diet that keeps their gorgeous coloration. Add tank mates similar sized or bigger to avoid being eaten. And the last topic I have for tonight's show is Jack Dempsey's with African cichlids. Now, I saw somebody at uh, Petco the other day 
buying African cichlids and Jack Dempsey's. And he said that he was going to put them in their 90-gallon that him and his son have. Now, although Jack Dempsey's can uh, tolerate a higher pH, they don't belong in an African cichlid aquarium. Why? Well, African cichlids are way more aggressive than a Jack Dempsey. Way, 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 way more. Now, the African cichlids could potentially kill the Jack Dempsey, and I would not recommend keeping Jack Dempsey's with Africans because, A, it is not natural, and, B, you're risking your Jack Dempsey of getting his ass kicked and possibly dying from stress and getting beaten on. So please, I advise all the fish keepers out there, keep Central American cichlids central, keep South American uh, cichlids south, and keep African cichlids African. Now, if you do want to mix the two, which I don't recommend doing, you can keep convicts with Africans because convicts can handle their own against other aggressive cichlids. I'm not saying that Jack Dempsey's are not going to be able to handle their own because they will, but eventually they will get outpowered by the African cichlids. And I guess the only African cichlid that will do well with the Jack Dempsey is a Frontosia. I mean, if you are really bound and determined to have Jack Dempsey's with African cichlids, I do Jack Dempsey in a Frontosia or a more or a more less aggressive African cichlid. So please do not keep Jack Dempsey's with aggressive African cichlids. Now here's my final remarks on Jack Dempsey. They are a gorgeous fish, perfect for a semi aggressive tank. They are a cheap but awesome display fish. And they are a good beginner fish. If a beginner wants a large cichlid and a medium-sized tank, 55 gallons to 90 gallons, they are the perfect fish. And that, my friends, is the January 2017 Freshwater Fish of the Month, the Jack Dempsey. Now we're getting ready for our January 2017 Saltwater Fish of the Month, which will be the Dog Face Puffer next week here on Aquatic Wetline. So we're going to get ready to wrap up the show right now. On the next episode of Aquatic Wetline, I, Aqua Alex Cardinali, welcome African sickly lover Donovan Barger to the show. Donovan will be hosting his own show here on Aquatic Wetline with me. It will be named here for the Finns and will air each Saturday. Our first topic is going to be front roses. Frontosa are the majestic African cyclides. Find out about frontoses as Aqua Alex and Donovan go live this Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific right on Aquatic Wet Line. That's right, my friend Donovan Barger is bringing his wonderful Here for the Fins to the Aquatic Wetline, and that starts on uh, this Saturday. So this Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, join me and Donovan as we chat about Frontosia cichlids, one of my personal favorite um, African cichlids. So, fish keepers. Please join my group where you can share pictures of your Jack Dempsey and your other fish. Please check out Tropical Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline, where other members are sharing pictures of their fish and chatting tropical fish. I invite you to check that page out and join it. Also, please check out Aquatic Wetline on social media. Please go on Facebook and like our fan page. My fan page for Facebook is called Aquatic Wetline Fish Keeping Podcast. You can find that at facebook.com forward slash Aqua Alice Cardinelli. 
You can find me here on Blog Talk Radio by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash aquatic wetline. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, and TuneIn Radio under the name of Aquatic Wetline. So you can download Aquatic Wetline on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, and TuneIn. And don't forget, we have an Aquatic Wetline mobile app available on Google Play and iTunes. So check us out there. Ladies and gentlemen, Tropical Fish Keepers, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Aquatic Wetline. You've been listening to me, author Alex Cardinelli, talk about Jack Empty Cichlids. If you have any further questions on Jack Empty Cichlids, please hit me up at aquaticwetline at outlook.com, and I'll be happy to answer your Jack Empty questions. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you next time here on Aquatic Wetline. This episode of the Aquatic Wetline has concluded. Aqua Alex thanks you for listening to his show. Please check out Aquatic Wetline Fish Keeping Podcast on Facebook and hit like for tropical fish facts and more. Feel free to reach Aqua Alex at AquaticWetline at Outlook.com with any tropical fish questions. Your questions may make the show. Good night.